Hello and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of a New You. I am your host, Jen Park, a social worker and fellow adventurer. This is episode number eight of the podcast, and today I'm going to chat about co-parenting. First, I want to say that co-parenting is not just for single parents, so don't turn this episode off just yet. All parents have to work together through parenting. Think about it. Even if you are in a relationship with the mother or father of your child, you have to work together to parent, right? When we are preparing for the birth of a child, we all have ideals of what we think parenting is going to look like. But guess what? Those are ideals. And many times things don't work out the way that we think that they will, and we have to adapt. It's also important to remember that the ideal of a family, again, is an ideal. And it may not be the way that things really are. Not all families have a mom, a dad, 2.5 kids, and a dog. Many children are being raised by one parent, or by an aunt, or a grandparent. These tips may be helpful for anyone raising a child. So, ready or not, here's my tips for co-parenting. First, remember that your co-parent is not going to do things the same way that you are. And that's okay, as long as you have the same guidelines and you are working towards the same goals for your child. You don't have to do everything exactly the same way. Because let's be honest, you're not going to. But, we have to have like similar frameworks. A second concept to remember is to be kind and encourage your child to be kind. Your goal as a parent is to keep your child safe, loved, and cared for. So when working towards that goal, you should never place your child in the middle of the disagreements that you have with your co-parent. Do everything in your power to keep your child out of the adult issues, period. No matter what that issue is that you and you have with your you have with your co-parent, you guys have to appear as a united front. You have to work together. And you have to demonstrate kindness. Do you have to be best friends? No. But not only for your own sanity, but for the greater good of your child, you need to find a way to be able to work together. If you are co-parenting because you're not in a relationship, or even if you are in a relationship and you're fighting with the mother or the father of your child, bite your tongue, at least in front of your child. Have your words when you're having a private conversation, not in front of your child. If you've had a relationship with your co-parent and that relationship has ended, you may be bitter, angry, or even furious, but bite your tongue. It might be difficult at times. But do not speak negatively about your co-parent in front of your child. And don't let anyone else do that either. Do not let other people speak negatively about your child's mother or father in front of them. That's not fair to your child. Stop putting your child in the middle of grown-up stuff. My son recently said something to me that was out of nowhere about getting a stepmother and that he was not going to be nice to her. I'm not sure where the deep-rooted role of an evil stepmother stemmed from, but he is very well aware of it, and he already has plans not to be kind to his future stepmother. We took some time to have a conversation about planning to be nice to people, and that he should give whatever future stepmother he is getting a chance, because he may end up liking her. He might even end up with a really nice stepmother. As far as I know, 
he is not getting a stepmother. But if he is, I want him to learn to be kind or at least try to be kind. And that, that concept applies to anyone that comes into his life, not just, you know, a future stepmother, but demonstrate kindness. You towards your co-parent and encouraging your child to be kind to your co-parent and to anybody else that is a part of that larger family unit. Okay. The third concept comes along with this. I certainly hope that if my son was about to have a stepmother that his dad would tell me. It's incredibly important for both parents to be aware of what is going on in your child or children's lives. Not just for important life-altering things like getting a stepmother, but everything from doctor appointments to homework responsibilities, even as far as sharing punishments and repercussions for actions. It's important for your child to know that you and your co-parent are on the same page so that your child doesn't try to play you one against the other. Now, as for coming, keeping the lines of communication open, it's easier with some than with others. But let's be real. It's 2018. There are many ways to communicate. Text message, emails, phone calls, plenty of ways. You don't have to even actually have, you know, conversation. If, if it's difficult for you to have an actual conversation, like, and hear your co-parent's voice, like, then take that out of it. Send a text message, send a phone call, send an email, I mean, not a phone call, text message, an email. All right. The fourth concept is showing up. I want you to be there for your child's events. And I want you to act like a grown up. Your child should never have to be in a position to pick one parent over the other when it comes to having their supports at an event. A child should be able to look into a crowd and see, there they are. There are my parents. Whether you're on opposite sides of the room or you're sitting right next to each other, your child should be able to look into the crowd and know that you both showed up for them. Your child's going to have a lifetime events from school plays to baseball games and then bigger events like graduation and weddings. Don't put your child in a position to have to pick which parent they want at their wedding. Just don't do it. There's no reason for a child to ever be in that position. I know that it will not always be possible for you to get along for everything. But here's the thing. Your kid doesn't want to have to have five Christmases because they have Christmas with mom, then Christmas with dad, Christmas with mom's mom, Christmas with mom's dad, Christmas with dad's mom, Christmas with dad's mom, dad's dad. (laughs) See how easily that can spiral and then like your child's expected to be at five different events for one holiday. That's ridiculous. That's not fair to your child. Your child wants to get to sit, you know, in their own home and spend time with the toys that they just got for Christmas. I know Christmas isn't about presents, but you know what I mean? Like they want to know, like, this is where they're grounded. This is their home and that they can spend quality time there and not be shuffled all around because nobody gets along with anybody. Think about how overwhelming that is. Think about it for yourself. How you feel so rushed during every holiday. Like, I need to be here. I need to be there. Don't put that stress on your child. So, if you can get along, just do it. Also, like, side note, think of all the money you could save if you guys can combine activities. And you can get along to have one birthday party instead of a birthday party at mom's and a birthday party at dad's. Many people don't understand why or how my son's father and I are able to get along and do things together. 
I know that like that's not always as easy as maybe we make it look it there are moments where we don't get along but you know what for the greater good of our son we try to make it work so part of that is due to the example that my parents set for me my parents got divorced when I was 15 and they still come to all our events and they're both there there's no we don't have like a divide like oh we can only invite mom to baseball games on Tuesdays and dad to games on Thursdays nope it's an open invite if you want to be there be there great everyone can act like an adult everyone can get along great my parents do get along and frankly I prefer it that way I don't want the stress of worrying about my parents fighting at every baseball game or school play so why would I want that for my child My child has enough going on in his life and he does not need to worry about who will be where when. Same for your child. Your child does not need to know about who's going to be where when. Invite both parents everywhere. Seriously, I'm telling you, we even have vacation together. Think about it. Would you want your child to have a first trip to somewhere really important like Disney World without you? No. So why would you do that to your co-parent? Like, that's not fair. For one of you to get to have that first time experience. I know it happens, but but if it doesn't need to happen, then don't let it happen. Extend the invitation. Whether they take you up on the invitation or not is up to them. Extend the invitation. Also know like places like Disney World are huge. So if you don't want to be like on top of each other or like super close together, you don't have to be. The fifth com- fifth concept is about your child's belongings. Your child's belongings belong to your child. That's it. Your child. Not you. Not dad. Not mom. Your child. I don't care who bought what. The items belong to your child. So stop fighting over possessions and stop writing your name on everything. Like Johnny can wear a pair of pants at either house. They don't have to come back to you. It's not a big deal. They're a pair of pants. The sixth concept is a little harder because you can't control it. You can only encourage it. It's about the village. You need the village and you really need the village once you kind of are taking on a single parent role. And even just like if you're taking on the role of being a new parent, you need the village. But you need the village to be amicable. For the sake of your child, encourage those aunts, uncles, grandparents to get along with your co-parent. No matter what has happened in your relationship, there's no need for your child, again, to be in the middle of grown-up issues. Co-parenting can be challenging, but honestly, any sort of teamwork can present its challenges. Co-parenting is no different, but you are part of this team. You decided to be a part of this team. So put your game face on and work together like a team. Work together like your child depends on it, because your child does depend on it. Your child's happiness depends on how well your team works. Your child's success depends on how well your team works. Remember, your sole job as a parent is to make sure that your child is safe, loved, and cared for. Your job as a co-parent is to be a team player. All right i bring it back for you. I'm going to do today's takeaways. So first, 
It's okay to do things differently, but it's important to have the same guidelines for your child. Second, be kind and encourage your child to be kind. Three, openly communicate with your co-parent. Four, show up for your child. Show up everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Number five, your child's belongings belong to your child. And number six, number, number six, encourage your child. No, I'm sorry. Encourage your village to be amicable, to get along, to be nice. Remind them maybe that you get more bees with honey than with vinegar. Flies, more flies. However that expression goes, you know what I'm saying? Be nice. Just be nice. So, uh, that's all I have for today. If you have a friend or a family member that would love to hear this podcast, please share it with them. If you want to take a screenshot and post it on your Insta stories, just tag me and then I can share it. Um, you can find me at Instagram, on Instagram at Adventures of a New You, also on Facebook at Adventures of a New You. And you can reach me via email at Adventures of a New You, like spelled out, at gmail.com. I also wanted to share real quick that I am going to start offering coaching for specifically for single moms. So if you are a single mom or you know a single mom that you think might be able to use a little bit of support, do me a favor, send her my way. Again, you can reach me at adventures of a new you at gmail.com. And um, I'd love to do a free coaching call and just kind of chat about, about what your goals are and how I can help support you as a single parent, because it's not easy being a single parent. There's so much that you need to work through on your own and so many goals that you have that you probably are going to work on that maybe have shifted because you've ended a relationship or maybe you're starting from the gate as a single parent, but I am here to support you and I'd love to chat about it. So uh, again, I'm Jen Park and thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.